This episode of Enough, the Minimal Mac podcast, is brought to you by Paste. Paste makes apps that help people perfect their work. They also hate writing self-important blurbs, so instead they wanted to hear the folks at Fusion try to pronounce a promo that is pretty hard to say on a podcast. The folks at Paste have created a jump chart for wiring content into websites, Staction for staying on task together, and Paprika for tracking your text and to-dos. Check Paste out at pasteinteractive.com. Michael. Hello, sir. <laughs> how you been, brother? I'm doing good, mate. How are you? All right. How are how are things over there in in London town? It's calm now. A lot, there's a lot of uh, boarded windows, but it's calm. Uh, was your area where you live or where you work? Uh, you work over in Woodgreen, right? Yeah, it was actually Wood, Wood, the, the first night of the riots um, was in the high street that I work Wow. Um, so they were some of the worst. It was one of the worst affected areas in London. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was, it was, it was a bit of a mess. It was a bit of a mess. I mean, what's going on? Is it is it soccer hooligans out of control? Uh, you know, jobless, disaffected youth. Is it hoodies? We should we ban hoodies? It was it. it well, <laughs> see, this is the thing. Like, I mean, it, people naturally assume it to be one type i mean it was for anyone that doesn't know i mean i would assume that probably a lot of people know some of the backstory now but it was basically a peaceful protest that got out of control um over a guy who got uh shot and killed by a police officer yeah um and uh there was some there was a peaceful protest in tottenham where it's like family and friends and it kind of started to get a bit rowdy um and then it just got out of control Mm. um and then basically all over it ended up being pretty much all over the country in every major city there was like copycat crime hmm. and it, it just became a bit of a mess really but yeah and then you know everyone was saying oh it's just urban youths but then as people were being convicted there were like middle class people um, there was one there was one namely um, criminal I suppose is the best word to use who was the daughter of a millionaire so wow. for her it wasn't even about the looting it was just literally she just wanted to do it for the kicks and you know there was there were people that were on like you know they were masked and on, on TV saying that they were doing it to get their tax money back and it's all rubbish really to be honest that these people are just and you know a lot of people might not not like that, what I'm going to say but it was mainly I think just a bunch of opportunist Idiots that were wanting to steal some trainers and some flat screen TVs hmm. because they weren't protesting. They could, yeah. I mean, it's not, it wasn't like a protest like we had, like we have been having um, mm-hmm. all year around this, the, uh, the student uh, tuition. And taxes, like tax cuts, like they've been attacking um, some of the worst offending businesses, like the Arcadia Group, who control Topshop. They're Mm -hmm. they're renowned for their tax dodging ways. So they like smash the windows in Topshop, and they put up banners and stickers, and they generally cause a lot of unrest. And that probably came. I mean, I know that you guys saw it when the when the Prince Charles and Camilla were um, attacked in their vehicle on the way to to a a royal function. 
Um, it, you know, so they were protests. This wasn't a protest. This was just people stealing. It was just yeah. mass theft. And yeah. once the police got things, once they sort of got a handle on things, it stopped. I mean, on the third night, there were sixteen thousand police officers in London. Wow. I mean, that's so, huge for London. That's massive. That's it's. I, I, I mean, you. Uh, I know we have a lot of international listeners to enough, but uh, we also have a you know our fair share of American listeners. Mm. So I, I don't think. <clears throat> I don't think that uh, someone who is not intimately familiar with with the UK and especially with. Uh, I mean, the police in the UK don't carry guns, right? No. I they mean, don't like carry they any... Do. The only weapon that a, a UK police officer carries is what's called an ASP. So the, yeah. an, an ASP is like an extendable stick, like a yeah. nightstick. Yeah. Um, and uh, th- th- that's the only weapon the police officer on the street carries. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, uh, a retractable, extendable uh, billy club. It's uh, this you know, like metal pole that, like... You know, think of a Chinese yo-yo, and it extends like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, th- you know, there are there are armed response units, and it was an armed response unit that that shot this guy. Yeah. Well, and and <clears throat> I, I only say that in order for people to understand that sixteen thousand police in London is, a, I mean, that's a heck of a lot of police. I mean that's that's just huge. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you guys use cameras to control <laughs> your population. You know? Oh yeah. So this you don't is need that of, that many that many police officers. No, I mean the, the 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 approximate population from our census says that there's about seven point seven million people that live in London. Mm-hmm. So to have, and that's you know, all ages, as you know, but to have sixteen thousand police officers in the in the streets, that's a, a very very high. Yeah, proportion, and and the police officers came from like all over the country to come to yeah. London to try yeah, to quell yeah. us. Yeah, and you said about CCTV. Yeah, the, like there was the that was been a, a real boon for for the law enforcement because they've been publishing the images on the news of people's of people's faces. Um, and David Cameron, our Prime Minister, said that um, he wanted he was going to publish them, and he didn't care for anyone who was saying anything about um, human rights allegations, you know, breaches, mm. because he said that these people have all given up their human rights. Wow. So he, he's really yeah. They've been quite. Oh, they've been that's, quite. That's well, touchy. Yes. I mean, I can understand on one side, but I mean, that's. I mean, you you've got to understand that uh, that to. Uh, an American, uh, American like uh, like us. Um, that that um, <clears throat> although it doesn't really work as much in practice, you know the the idea that you know uh, I mean we we believe very strongly that uh, uh, that that even criminals. Gosh, this phone, man! I gotta get rid of this phone. Um, so uh, they, we believe that even criminals have basic rights right mm-hmm. well yeah no, I don't I think yeah I'm, I'm probably paraphrased him a little bit but effectively what he was saying was that usually you wouldn't publish somebody's face um, until they were convicted mm-hmm. of a crime but these people are clearly you can see what they're doing um, yeah. and it was kind of going with in this instance a 
uh, guilty until proven innocent yeah. stance with these people because I mean there was some some police forces were saying if you are on the streets tonight or any like, you know any night while this is going on we will assume that you're up to no good because an mm-hmm. average person will not would be not on the streets would not be on the streets during the midst of this riot going yeah. on yeah yeah so I mean this it, this conversation kind of contradicts what I was saying um, on a on an episode a little while ago where I was saying that I avoid the news and it was only because the only reason I know so much about it is because um, I was as I mentioned on the last episode I've been away um, on a little country holiday so yeah. there was just a lot of the time we were just I was just sort of to fill some time in my day the news was just on in the background and because it was something that was close to my actual home and yeah. my workplace right. it was something that I kind of got a bit swept up in well and, and this is the reason why I wanted to talk with you about that it's about all of this especially in light of uh, that uh, episode we did which was uh, no good no news is good news I forget mm-hmm. exact number but um, I'll, I'll include it in the show notes the the um, This is one of those cases where it fits all the criteria that I that I want out of news. Uh, I'm I'm hearing it from you know someone who to me is a trusted source. The reason that you're a trusted source is because it happened to you, right? Mm-hmm. That, that this was happening all around you. This was happening at, at the very least in the neighborhood in which you. In, in, in which you work, in which you've spent a third of your life, yeah, um, and uh, and and directly affected you, uh, but more importantly, it's the it's the why is this relevant? Why why is it that I or any of our listeners, uh, you know, kind of need to know this? And that's a little bit harder question to answer. I can't answer why I th- why I feel our listeners need to know this, uh, except that. I think, in a way, when people tune up, tune in, and listen to us, and listen to the sounds of our voices, um, they become intimately connected with, uh, you know, with us, and, and in in a way, I mean, they don't know us personally, but you know, mate, I, I just want to say, you know, when I, you know, when I know somebody. In you know, in a, in a place that's going through this sort of thing, my first thoughts are with them. And are they okay? Are, are their family okay? How were they affected? Because that's how it matters to me, right? Yeah, that's so I my had a few people, um, including yourself, you know, tweeting out and asking if we were okay, and that was really nice. And that sort of it, it made that that link between the the you know that that, that sort of online relationships. People can actually care. Oh yeah, about someone that they never, you know, they never see. It's just, yeah, we we see each other through text, or you just hear the sounds of our voices. Yeah, yeah, but but that still it connects us, and therefore, when these sorts of things happen, that's the relevancy. That's what it means, right? Mm. Um, whether or not it directly affects us or not, it directly affects somebody that we know, um, even just uh, passively, and that's its relevance. You know, uh, uh, you know, a, a, <clears throat> you know, uh, the the sort of sensational stories which seem to populate the regular news, um, 
there's no connection there. We don't know anyone who's intimately involved with you know that celebrity or those people or whatever. Um, yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I suppose if it's a celebrity that you're a fan of or that you follow that you're interested in, then yeah, that that news is interesting to you. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why it's more interesting than the uh, than the worldwide debt crisis or uh, the impending population crash? I have no idea, but you know that's that's your deal, and 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 that's what it matters to to that individual. So. You know that's that's the main reason I th- I wanted to kind of bring this up and talk with you a little bit about it, but I mean I don't want to you know dwell on this for too much longer. There's you know there's other things we can kind of ramble about here. <laughs> how, so how was your holiday? It was very nice. Um, I I did stay disconnected for the majority of it. Nice, um, which was nice. And any anything that I was doing, I was kind of just. Um, I was just it was mainly only intake I wasn't contributing towards anything mm-hmm. so I didn't I don't think I tweeted at all like publicly for that week yeah um, I think your I responded, was noted ah, I, I responded to a few things and like if anybody was asking me direct questions then I might have checked in but you know it wasn't through because I was being notified I was just doing it when it was convenient for me yeah um, had an email off Sammy did the same because her phone, her actual personal phone is also a work phone, so email mm. off for her is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it was nice. It was really nice, actually, just spending time in the country. Um, same with you, really. The connection was so bad that it kind of made it even easier to get yeah. rid of. Um, it yeah. hurt to come back to thousands of stories in my RSS. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. If you have a system, you can you can kind of get through that and and two or three easy steps. I, I know. Yeah, it's I know what I can get rid of, which is exactly yeah. the same as I know that you have. I don't. I have right. mine in a lot more lot more folders than you do now, but right. I know exactly what news sources can just be. Markle has read. Yeah, yeah, and and that's. I mean, and that's the key. I mean, that's the key to any of this stuff, right? I mean. The way that you deal with email overload is you have a system for dealing with the email and knowing and prioritizing and knowing what's important and what's not. Mm. Um, uh, I, I had a um, so I have a, a now a regular meeting with uh, uh, with a fellow I've kind of come to refer to as my as my muse, uh, Garrick Van Buren. Um, he um, he and I have these great conversations uh, now every Monday morning that just you know leave me just spinning with great ideas and interesting in-depth discussion and th- I mean he's one of those one of those people I don't know if you have one in your in your life where yeah, you walk away with so much from each discussion so much to think about so much to chew on every discussion is interesting right we yeah. don't ha- we don't have superficial non-interesting discussions we just we just don't have them it's impossible for us and uh, so uh, it's been a real boon to uh, to a lot of the work that's going in the book but i mean this is one of the things that that we uh, discussed is <clears throat> uh, is the idea of of how to uh, how to uh, how do I put this without giving you know too much away and really having people like you know with uh, pitchforks and uh, torches outside of my home. <laughs> but what if what if you had a 
very, very special email address that anyone who had that email address got immediate priority. Like, Do you know what? You mm-hmm. have been you are talking about something that I was talking to with Dave and Terence about yesterday. Oh. Because we're trying to find new ways to share um, eleven minutes topics with each other. Mm. Because we had a we have a Google Docs spreadsheet, but we, nobody ever updates it because it's an additional thing that we have to do. Yeah. So I said, why don't we just set up? Because Dave sort of said, you know, why don't we do it by email? Which I agreed with because me and Terence don't get that much email, um, and I fear that in saying that I've probably hurt myself, but. We don't get that much email, um, but Dave will get hundreds, thousands of messages every day, week, whatever. Same as I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were going to set up special secret email addresses mm-hmm. so that it's in a special <laughs> mailbox that when we all see something in that mailbox, we know to respond to it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea here is, here is you know, maybe... You know, and and maybe it's a subtle difference, right? Maybe it's the difference between, um, you know, Patrick at PatrickRone.com and P at PatrickRone.com, right? Yeah. And the folks with the P, they, I know that that the people who have the P are people that are highly important to me. Uh, to get back to and to respond to sooner than everybody else. Everyone else can wait, but the folks with the P, I want to give them priority, right? And that, mm-hmm. and that I treat that uh, with such special, you know, um, privileges, as it were, um, uh, that I could very, you know, easily if I go on vacation or whatever, just check the P. Right, just yeah. only you know. So basically, on my desktop, I check the Patrick at PatrickRone.com, but on my iOS devices, instead of having every email box available to me, I only have the P. And thus saying, mm-hmm. okay, you know, these are the this is the important stuff, right? And now, here's where the pitchforks come. <clears throat> What if you got a form, like, you know, you sent an email to, to Patrick at PatrickRone.com and you got an email back, as you do right now, thanks to uh, my good friends at Awayfind, that say, um, I get a lot of email. It takes me a while to respond. Please know that if you re- are receiving this message, I received your email, and it may take a while, but I will get to it eventually. But, and this is, you know, this is the thing. If you want priority access for your email now and in the future, click this link. And for $20, cool. you'll be added to you know my, my special priority email list. And, and you'll get a special email address where you can contact me and get immediate access no matter where I am. In other words, you're going to pay for my for what my time and attention is worth for that kind of urgency. Otherwise, you can wait. <laughs> that is very interesting. Let me, share, let me share something else with you that I, that I was right. thinking of. When, you know when you mentioned about having the special email address? I thought of what will be that special email address. Okay, go for it. iMessages. Uh-huh. 
So uh, because uh, uh-huh, iMessages uh-huh. can be attached to an email, because for example, when iMessage, because at the moment, I know that emailing Patrick is useless. Because <laughs> you know, if I email him, if I emailed him now, because for example, I have a problem getting episode sixty live. I'm sorry. He might not pick that up until episode seventy-five. So I, <laughs> so I DM him. But then that also because I I know that Patrick's a man that doesn't believe in notifications. <laughs> um, he doesn't. He'll check that when he goes to Twitter. But what he doesn't know is I'm going to demand for his iMessages address so I can text him <laughs> and bother him at any time in the day. Hey. So, but but that will be that will be like for some for some of us that will be a better way of contacting. Like mm-hmm. Stephen Hackett from Fault Bomber, um, he is running iOS five, mm-hmm. so we actually converse quite a lot using iMessage now. Oh, instead nice. of anything else because we can talk to each other wherever we are I mean sometimes this does mean that one of us will get a, an SMS at like 5 o'clock in the morning um, <laughs> usually the person in London yes go yeah, ahead but that's just how it works <laughs> I did wake him up quite recently sent him a message oh, really? wake him up yeah which was oh, you, 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 I got him up earlier the guy needed to go to work <laughs> but, well so, that's okay because you you, you guys uh, in, on Greenwich Mean Time you define time yeah, so everyone you know, needs so to just everyone else bend has around. to just put up with whatever you think is the right time. Yeah. You know, but so you everyone could, else's time is relative to yours, right? Exactly. Right. So you could put because you can have multiple Oh, here we go, breaking the NDA. You can have <laughs> multiple email addresses assigned to one device. So you could have the special Patrick Rowan email which will mm-hmm. come as an SMS message. Because mm-hmm. that way you would because mm. I was thinking how would you how could you be like how could you guarantee quick response? Well, you couldn't because it's still going into your email inbox. It still shows up as another number on that red dot. So yeah, how sure. are you going to know unless yeah. unless you've got some? Because there are yeah. some apps that will do push from Gmail addresses. Blah blah blah. Yeah, well, and a Wayfind does that, right? Oh, of course uh, it does. Yeah, it it also so I can certainly set up basically. When someone uses that away fine form, I could set it up for that to come to me as an SMS. But even better, using the away fine iPhone app, I could I can say um, real quickly if I'm waiting on an email from say Mike, you know, I can say if an email comes from Mike, I want my phone to buzz beep or an SMS, and I want a push notification. I want I want my phone to go freaking <laughs> bat crap crazy when uh, when 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 Mike demands that i get uh an episode up on time um so um the the, you know uh, so i mean there are tools out there i think what's kind of you know that the interesting part the is the is the pitchfork part right is the The pain it's 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 the it's the it's the i give this to my special friends if you want to be on one of my special friends you got to pay to be one of my special friends and that's, I like it. That's the that's that's the part that made people go, ooh, you know. Yeah, you see, now a, lo- a lot of people to, won't to think like that it. Better than, yeah, exactly. Right. But but I mean, there are people like Kevin Rose. He mm. started a newsletter called Foundation. It was also a podcast. Mm-hmm. But he said that you could email him via the Foundation email address, but you had to pay 
three dollars and five dollars a month or whatever mm-hmm. i mean i sent him an email asked if he wanted to come on the brochure he didn't get back to me but whatever let's not get into that um <laughs> But it was a way that you could have a better chance interacting with a guy. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because you don't have to pay for it. No. And it's not going to mean that you'd never respond to that person's email. They'll just get the email at the same time they would have done anyway. Right, exactly. You know, three, four, five, six days later. Who knows? You know, but... um 30 um but uh <laughs> whoa sorry yeah there are, uh, <laughs> i got very excited but yeah i got very excited yes yes because uh, there are, have been some messages that have uh, I've taken that long to respond to um but i think i think there's you know there's something to it and uh, uh i think increasingly in this world where you know connection is constant and ubiquitous we're going to need you know the is the idea that it's not information overload it's filter failure i forget there's a who wrote that but there's a uh, it was a clay shirky i think it was, i think it was um i'll i'll find it but but and that's that's the thing right is that you know we completely have the ability and have the tools to filter this stuff right here, right now, um, all we need to do is use them. Yeah. Right. All we need to do is filter Twitter, turn it off, or just say, okay, I only want you know notifications for for DMs or for DMs and that replies and everything else. I'm going to check on kind of my regular schedule and and that I'm only going to check for a certain period of time and da 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 da. It is completely within us to filter this stuff. It is also completely within us to at, to communicate and I've, I've discussed this before and I've continued to discuss it time and time again to communicate to people what to expect from us. That is effectively what I do. Effectively, what I do with that away find uh, auto reply um, is I communicate. Here's the expectation. The expectation is that I will not respond to your email as quickly as you may want or need me to. And if you need a very quick response, here's this other option, and for now it's an away find contact form, which, when used, will send me an SMS mm-hmm. and let me know, oh, someone used that contact form, and I will give it my ASAP immediate priority attention. If, if, I, if, I, if I get that SMS from away find, basically anything I'm doing stops because I assume that it is so urgent and I'll tell you if someone uses that and it isn't or urgent I will spank them for it I will ver- verbally spank them for it yeah well they just don't ever I'm sure I'm sure that there's a, there is either a mental or physical blacklist that that person gets put on mm. I'll, I'll, uh, you've got to I mean if you didn't do that Pat then you're not using it properly well, yeah, or at yeah, least yeah, think yeah, to yourself yeah, yeah. right well this person has abused my Oh yeah, has abused the system. Yep, and they, <laughs> I will make sure it won't happen again. Yes. Um, so, uh, and I guess all the all that this is adding, um, you know, this idea is adding to that. On top of that, is is saying uh, is a way to guess what? You could not have to use the form on a one time basis, but get permanent priority access for. A little bit of money. 
I'm going to be interested to see where that idea goes. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, as as everyone who listens and who follows me on Twitter knows, I come up with all sorts of crazy ideas. Yeah. And sometimes these crazy ideas just get given away. Um, in this case, I happen, to act, act, I happen to know that this particular crazy idea is being actively built as we speak. So, <laughs> and that's Ooh. a little that's a little teaser, um, but I, yeah, it's not being built by me. Um, although I did help a little bit with the uh, with the copywriting. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but you know, I, I I think there's I think there's something to it, and I. Uh, uh, yeah, when uh, so, gosh, we're getting really long here. It's twenty-eight minutes. Yeah. Um, f- there's never enough time, man. <sighs> what? So, have you got a, if, if you've got a lot more that you want to say, we could just knock it over to the, the next episode. Oh, I suppose. I mean, I, I, I kind of, yeah, yeah. There's, okay. there's more. There's more. Well, then let's not and, well, and I don't know. I, and I don't know if it'll be kind of another rambling episode, or actually, the, the more actually might fit into. So yeah, let's yeah let's continue this. That's what in the business we call a teaser. Ah, love it, love it. So well, I'm glad you're all right, and I'm glad I'm glad your people are are okay. It's <laughs> just my public are fine. Thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, by your people, I mean, I mean, like your family. Man. It's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a Southern American thing. People, people, general. When I say your people, I guess what I'm talking about is family and friends. That yeah, your family everyone, and friends are good. okay. Everyone is good. All right. So, well, thanks a lot, mate. Mate, sorry, God. These, I try to be British. I really. Do. I like it, and I. I want to go. I back saw to some, it. somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, and I'm sorry for doing this, but because I haven't got it to hand, said that they like your um, Britishisms. And well, I like I, them too. I, I, I try because you know I, like I long them. to be British. Like you know, like if I can't be Spanish, I want to be British. Well, we will do it to you all the time. Oh I mean, yeah, we, we're taking so many of your words. You should take some back. Well, you guys have so many great words. I do. love legend. I love it. I love when you guys go legend. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Well, I consider you a legend. This is wonderful. Oh, thank you. I, I feel the same about you, mate. <laughs> so, all right. We'll wrap this up for now and uh, we'll talk later about all this stuff. Yes. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>